You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and co-owner of Sacred Chill West. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. Be sure to listen to the end of today's episode to find out how you can join the next virtual meditation class for free. Hey guys, before we get started today, huge thank you to those of you that have taken the time to join me for Monday Night Meditation Live. It has been so fun to get to meet some of you in person, to see your faces, to connect names with emails. It's been a blast. And if you haven't done it yet, this is your invitation. As you know, this podcast is a live recording of my Monday night meditation class, which is now available virtually every single week. So go on over merylarnett.com, click on classes. You can register for any of the Monday night classes. You'll attend virtually in person with me. There's chance for discussion. There's chance for Q&A. You get to hear some of the stories that don't make it into the podcast. You get email access to me anytime you need it, plus discounts on upcoming retreats, workshops, all sorts of goodness. Most importantly, you are supporting this podcast and me and my ability to keep this offering going for as long as humanly possible. Y'all know this is my greatest joy getting to connect with you in this way, and I would love for you to join me in person when you have the chance. Again, go to merylarnett.com or check the show notes for the link. Speaking of support, Another big thank you goes out to our sponsor right now, GoZafu. GoZafu has been the most incredible sponsor. I'm so excited to call them a partner as we are working together. They create this really cool meditation cushion and pad. It's a little portable sort of lunchbox shaped lightweight little pack that you can clip onto a bag, a purse, a hiking bag go outside, you're on your walk, you're going about your day at the office, it's time to meditate, you pop this little thing open, you've got support for your seat, padding for your ankles and your calves, and you can sit comfortably anywhere that you are. I know some of you have already clicked through and bought one of these for yourselves. I've gotten a couple emails that you like it as much as I do, which makes me so happy. If you haven't gotten it yet, go zafu.com, G-O-Z-A-F-U.com. Use code MINDFUL10 to save 10%. And now let's meditate. Okay. Happy Monday. Thank y'all for being here tonight, for hanging in here while we got our technological issues sorted out. It's August. I keep saying I've said July 19 times today. I cannot remember that it is somehow August, but it is. We're here. And we're starting a new series tonight. So tonight's meditation series is kicking off three weeks of looking at the three qualities of consciousness. And these teachings come out of some of the ancient texts that have been handed down. And these three qualities that are highlighted are the self is ever-present, the self is aware of itself and everything else, And the self is joyful. Okay, so these three qualities are what we're going to be paying attention to for the next three weeks. 
And before we dive in too much, I want to talk about self, right? Because that can mean a lot of different things. And so specifically in this teaching and for our talks, we're talking about self with a capital S, okay? So very often you'll see in any type of yoga or meditation books, you'll see self with a little s and self with a big s. Self with a little s is um, (laughs) the Meryl that is having Zoom problems and having a little mini stroke little s Meryl, right? Like, oh my gosh, I'm letting people down. They're going to be upset with me. How am I going to handle this? It's all about this sort of individual person that can be defined by a name, by a gender, by an occupation, by, you know, family members or relationships, all these little ways that we create to identify ourselves and locate ourselves within the culture that we know. But there is also a capital S self. And this capital S self can also be referred to as like the true self, the deeper self, the soul. But it's the piece of us that is much larger, much more expansive than any definition we could ever come up with. One of the classic Zen questions in a Zen meditation practice is, what was your name before you were born? What was your name before you were born? And I don't know about you, but when I hear that question, I feel like the answer's on the tip of my tongue. I don't know the answer, right? But I'm like, I want to say something to that. Something wants to come forth at that question. Because always there is a piece of us that is connected to that deeper self, the one that wasn't yet created with a name, that didn't yet have an occupation or a social standing or friends or partners or pets. It was something bigger. And so that something bigger is what we're talking about. And we're talking about it because no matter what meditation lineage you study through, And no matter what angle you come at meditation from, meaning I'm coming because I'm stressed out, I'm coming because I want to be a better parent, I'm coming because I read in, you know, CEO magazine, this is the best way to CEO, whatever the reason, the truth of the practice is what's happening is you're connecting to that big S self, right? We're connecting to the piece of us that is connected that is connected to the universe, to every other being on the planet. Okay, so quality number one, the self is ever-present. The self is here. And I think this is so um, such a fun topic. I'm taking a lot of this tonight, you guys, from Dr. Rick Hansen, who is a neuroscientist and a meditation teacher. He was on the podcast maybe a month ago, month and a half ago. So scroll back. You can find his interview if you want to listen to him talk way more in depth about this than I am going to tonight. But he talks about the present moment as now, right? Like we're in the now. And he calls it radically transient, yet always enduring. Radically transient, yet always enduring. Meaning it is always ending and always beginning in this exact moment. Now is ending and beginning. Now is ending and beginning, right? It starts to blow your mind a little bit if you sit here and think about it, doesn't it? 
So the interesting thing is, is if you think about time as like a line, right? That's how we might visualize it, a timeline. And if you think about now, it is an infinitely small slice of that timeline, isn't it? I I can't even imagine how small now must be if you were to carve it out of a timeline. And yet somehow that infinitesimal, infinitesimal piece of time contains everything that happened before to get us to this point. And it contains the seeds for everything that will come next. And somehow it is also completely fresh. It is all of these things in once. And so here's my geeky part. Physicist Richard Muller has a theory. I think it's really cool. And his theory is the Big Bang produced the universe in four dimensions. Okay, so there's the three dimensions we know of space. And the fourth dimension is time. So it's 4D space-time is what he says about the universe. And we already know, right, the understanding is that the universe is expanding, right? It is always and permanently expanding. From the second of the Big Bang onward, it is continually expanding. And Richard Muller's hypothesis is time, too, is on that expansive continuum, Meaning in every moment, the universe is getting a little bit bigger and time is growing a little bit, right? And so if we're talking about being ever-present. The hypothesis is ever-present means you're literally on the forefront of the next moment being created. You're on the line of creation right now. Right. So if we could do emojis on Zoom, it'd be like head explosion, head explosion, head explosion. I think that's how I feel. Right. Like what? But I'm going to give you an example of this happening today. And it was so cool that this happened as I was writing this talk. So I, um, like many of you, I'm only working virtually. So all of my private clients are also Zoom sessions and I do most of them upstairs seated at like a little desk and there's windows right behind the computer. So I'm seated here, I'm leading a meditation and I'm watching the sky get a little darker and a little darker and I'm watching the wind begin to blow and I start to see some leaves kind of blowing and then the wind's like really blowing and it's really dark. And then it wasn't even a second, right? It was one minute it was dark and the wind was blowing. And within a quarter of a breath, rain was coming down in sheets. And I thought, I'm on the forefront of now. Like I just watched now change. And now we're in a rainstorm. And the rainstorm happened and hilariously technological issue, my power went out (laughs) mid meditation. And I watched that happen. And waited a little bit and the power clicked back on. And I just, this whole series of events happened, but none of them existed until the moment they existed, right? We're always on this edge of, this is what's happening. Here's what happens next. So how does this help us in real life? You know, the answer I think is we're almost never here. 
right? We're constantly taking in information, but the second we take it in, we're thinking about what's going to happen next, right? So if you put yourself in the example of you're on a Zoom call for work and the power goes out, it's not likely many of us are going to sit, myself included, let me be clear, it is not likely we're going to sit there and be like, oh, how interesting, the power went out. Let me just sit here, right? We're like, oh no, router, can I use my phone? Should I call it? Like, what am I going to do? What if it's out for three days? No, it's just now. It's this split second that the power blipped. And then within a breath or two, what's in that split second? And so this practice of how do I keep myself in now or return myself to now is what helps us to stay a little bit calmer, at least, as the storms of our lives blow by. I couldn't miss an opportunity to put my favorite quote in a talk. Many of you have heard it many times. This is Robert Louis Stevenson. And he writes, quiet minds cannot be perplexed or frightened, but go on in fortune or misfortune at their own private pace like a clock in a thunderstorm. Quiet minds cannot be perplexed or frightened. This teaching is reminding us that a quiet mind can be synonymous with a present mind. When we're just here in that infinitesimally small slice of time, there actually isn't a problem to solve. There's nothing to figure out, to change or decide. It's the span of maybe a breath. And yes, that's small, but yes, that's freedom. Doesn't that sound like freedom to say, in this split second, I don't have to fix anything. I don't have to try to be better. I don't have to come up with an answer. I'm just going to stay right here. And we watch the moment change. We watch the rain come down. We watch the sun come out. And if you're in Georgia in August, then you watch the steam rise off the asphalt, right? That happened today. (laughs) So we're going to practice together. And what we're going to do in today's practice is really let ourselves Hmm, I want to reword that. We're going to gently let ourselves pay attention to the now. And the reason I reworded it is because when I hear the word, like, we're really going to try, then I gear up to really try, right? I like sit up a little straighter. I kind of engage my muscles. I lean in a little bit and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to stay right here. And that doesn't work in a meditation practice. We can't muscle through. In order for us to meditate, we have to sit back a little bit. We have to relax internally and then just let ourselves rest in presence versus trying to stay in presence, right? So let's take a moment to get comfortable. If you've already had your legs crossed, take a minute, uncross them. You can recross the other way. If you're seated in a chair today, you'll let your feet come flat down on the earth. Hands will rest palms down onto the lap. And when you're ready, you can let your eyes close. 
If that doesn't feel quite right tonight, you can always take a soft gaze down towards the earth. And together as a group, nice big inhale in. Exhale out a sigh. And let's do that again. So inhale deeply. Exhale out a sigh. Allowing yourself to land right here in your practice. And we'll start just by identifying this moment. Now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate. And with that invitation, you might feel yourself land a little bit more fully in your body. Letting go of the hips and the thighs so that you sit fully. Lengthening up through the crown of the head. Shoulder blades press back and down. Feeling this gentle sense of alertness or awakeness. And then as you breathe, the muscles through the face relax. So the forehead smooths and broadens. And skin around the eyes softens. And the lips, the jaw, even the insides of the cheeks. We let this all relax a bit. You might be able to relax the muscles along the sides of the neck. Out across your collarbones. Melting any tension across the shoulders. Perhaps noticing how your chest rises and falls. And how your belly expands and contracts. And we find ourselves in this relaxed sense of wakefulness. And it's here that we'll turn our attention towards the breath. Just letting yourself feel as you breathe in 
and feel as you breathe out. Experiencing your body breathing. You might even notice each inhale is a sense of expansion. Letting your breath smooth itself out. And as the breath relaxes and the body relaxes, we're going to move towards a period of silence. But as we do, we'll hold this gentle wakefulness. so that we can experience each sensation as it's rising up in the now. So that we can see each thought as it drifts from the periphery to the forefront and then off to the periphery again. Letting ourselves sit right on the precipice of creation. Experiencing each moment as it's created and as it falls away. Perhaps finding a sense of wonder, or a sense of delight in the way our consciousness continually updates. Let's sit here, feeling the self as ever present. 
experiencing a sense of wonder or delight as this present moment changes. Experiencing it as you breathe in a little bit deeper, feeling the expansion of your belly, your ribs, and the experience of breathing out and letting go of anything you might be holding on to. If you slump down in your chair or your seat, you might just straighten that spine a touch, remembering that sense of wakefulness. Wiggling into your fingers, your toes, bringing movement back. And seeing if you can maintain that sense of being right in this moment as palms come together in front of your heart. Chin bows down slightly. Taking a deep breath in and a big sigh out. Honoring yourself, capital S self and little s self. And perhaps offering up the good and benefit of this practice to all beings everywhere. Thank you guys. Namaste. Thanks for listening to the Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, consider joining me for the recording of this podcast every Monday night during my live virtual meditation class. If you tune in for the live class, you get the bonus content that isn't included in the podcast episodes. There's always time for Q&A, and there's always the chance to connect with me personally. I would love to see your faces. And better yet, if you leave me a review of this podcast, screenshot it, email it to Meryl at MerylArnett.com. You get your first class with me for free. Email your review to Meryl, M-E-R-Y-L at MerylArnett, M-E-R-Y-L-A-R-N-E-T-T.com. Get your first class for free. You can find out the schedule, how to register, all of that good stuff by going to my website, MerylArnett.com. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.